0: What happened to the number of emergency department visits for firearm injuries during the pandemic? Find out about this and more in today's PB Roundup podcast. We'd like to hear from you. Are you a doctor, nurse, pharmacist, or other medical professional with a great journey to medicine story? Tell us your story of how you got started in a medical career for an opportunity to be featured on the podcast. Send an audio recording of up to four minutes of your journey to medicine story and include your name, degree, specialty, practice, setting, and location. You can also submit a text version of your story, and we can read it for you. Email your story to us at editorial at for a chance to be featured on a future episode. I'm your host, Senior VP Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright, coming to you today from the Pioneer Valley in Western Massachusetts. Here are today's stories. During the COVID-19 pandemic, U.S. firearm homicide and suicide rates increased substantially. This from a new study in Morbidity Mortality Weekly Report. In the report, we learned that weekly numbers of firearm injury emergency department visits began to increase in March 2020, even as the total number of emergency department visits declined and sharply increased in late May 2020. Compared with visits during 2019, visits jumped to 37% in 2020, 36% in 2021, and 20% in 2022. Gun injuries rose similarly for men and women over the past three years, while the largest proportion increase occurred among children younger than 15, and a subset that remains a small fraction of the overall problem. In 2022, gun injuries tapered off, but were still 20% higher than before the pandemic. The authors conclude with a recommendation that a comprehensive approach to preventing and responding to firearm injuries is needed, including strategies that engage community and street outreach programs, implement hospital-based violence prevention programs, improve community physical environments, enhance secure storage of firearms, and strengthen social and economic supports. In our next story, we learn that supervised exercise therapy is safe and effective in improving symptoms among people with chronic heart failure with preserved ejection fraction, with comparable or better results for improving exercise capacity compared with supervised exercise for those with reduced ejection fraction. The results, reported in a statement from the American College of Cardiology and the American Heart Association, are based on evidence-based review of research showing that supervised exercise, generally three times per week, for one to eight months, increased peak oxygen uptake by 12 to 14 percent, total exercise time by 21 percent, and improved quality of life scores on the Minnesota Living with Heart Failure questionnaire by four to nine points. And finally, it's known that postpartum maternal infections, including sepsis, are among the top causes of maternal death. A new study in the New England Journal of Medicine evaluated the use of 2 grams of azithromycin as compared with placebo in 29,278 women who were in labor at 28 weeks of gestation or greater and planning a vaginal birth. The study found that a single dose of azithromycin used during labor before planned vaginal birth resulted in lower risk of maternal sepsis or death when compared to placebo but did not affect neonatal sepsis or death no differences in maternal safety were found hyaluric stenosis was diagnosed in eight infants in the azithromycin group and three infants in the placebo group and that's today's medical roundup thank you for joining us for this episode of pv roundup podcast for more stories like these, visit us at pvroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. Thoughts, comments, or suggestions, please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform or email us at editorial at pvroundup.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa flash briefing medical news roundup and just ask, what's my flash briefing? Thanks today to Sean Mullen for production assistance. Join me next time for an episode where we'll cover the latest stories in the world of medicine.